Green Pastures are the weekly devotions published by Vineyard Boise, consisting of four parts, the reading, the reflection, the question, and the prayer. Green Pastures for Wednesday, September 14th. Entrances to holiness are everywhere. Today's scripture reading is found in Genesis 28, verses 10 through 17 from the message translation, which reads, Jacob left Beersheba and went to Haran. He came to a certain place and camped for the night since the sun had set. He took one of the stones there, set it under his head, and lay down to sleep. And he dreamed. A stairway was set on the ground, and it reached all the way to the sky. Angels of God were going up and going down on it. Then God was right there before him, saying, I am God, the God of Abraham your father, and the God of Isaac. I am giving the ground on which you are sleeping to you and to your descendants. Your descendants will be as the dust of the earth. They will stretch from west to east and from north to south. All the families of the earth will bless themselves in you and your descendants. Yes, I'll stay with you. I'll protect you wherever you go. I'll bring you back to this very ground. I'll stick with you until I've done everything I promised you. Jacob woke up from his sleep. He said, God is in this place, truly, and I didn't even know it. He was terrified. He whispered in awe, Incredible. Wonderful. Holy, this is God's house. This is the gate of heaven. And this is God's word. The random stone, the burning bush. Jacob's random stone today and Moses' burning bush tomorrow. Neither involve a literal altar of earth, though Jacob's random stone for a pillow did become a standing stone marking the spot for generations to come, as the place that became for him in the night the very gate of heaven. As God came down that ziggurat stairway that most assumed you had to ascend to get up to him. No, here God came down, stood beside him, and affirm the four I wills. I will stay with you. I will protect you. I will bring you back. I will stick with you until every promise was kept. God was in that place, truly, and he didn't even know it. This is altar space. Stained glass windows and high vaulted ceilings need not apply, though I personally love both in the context of worship. Entrances to holiness are everywhere, most of them unannounced, unheralded, unmarked, and unlikely, often in the extreme. Which takes me to the voice from the Jewish roots of both of these stories, this specific voice being that of Rabbi Lawrence Kushner. I know, the second Lawrence of this week, watch out! Entrances to holiness are everywhere. The possibility of ascent is all the time. Even at unlikely times and through unlikely places, there is no place on earth without the presence. Bamidbar Rabbah 12.4 Jacob, our father, was on the run, writes Kushner in his book Eyes Remade for Wonder, which just happens to be a longtime favorite of mine. With only a rock for a pillow and what he thought was some God-forsaken wilderness, 
until he had a dream of the latter joining heaven and earth. Surely the Holy One himself must have been in this very place and I didn't even know it. And then he was afraid. He said, how awesome is this place? This is none other than God's house. And here I am at the very doorway to heaven. In another place, Kushner continues, we read of how the Holy One chose a common insignificant thorn bush as if to teach us that nothing is beneath being a gateway to the Most High. He could have summoned mountains or oceans or the heavens themselves, but instead he opened a bush. And Moses looked, and behold, the bush was on fire, but the bush was not consumed. This is, of course, Exodus chapter 3, verse 2. How long must someone look at a burning bush to know whether or not it is being consumed? Certainly longer than most people look at anything. Longer, in other words, than you need to. More than to see it or to use it. Long enough to see if it will be for you an entrance. Such a man was Moses, our teacher. And likewise, anyone who is able to gaze on a place long enough without being distracted. Once there was a man who could enter higher worlds merely by drawing a circle in the earth and standing within it. I can do nothing very well except draw circles and stand in them, he would say, but the circles are as perfect as are humanly possible and I can station myself within them without distraction. And so the Holy One would come out of hiding. Such a man was Honey, the circle drawer. In a wilderness, through a bush, from a circle, nothing is beneath the dignity of being selected as an entrance. Remove your shoes from your feet, for the place on which you're standing is holy ground. Not that ground then, but this ground now. Not Jacob or Moses or Honey but you who are reading these lines. You do not have to go anywhere to raise yourself. You do not have to become anyone other than yourself to find entrances. You are already there. You are already everything you need to be. Entrances are everywhere and all the time. There is no man who does not have this hour and no thing that does not have its place. End of quote from Rabbi Lawrence Kushner. Entrances are everywhere and all the time. Which means that every space is just waiting for someone to notice it, to give it its moment, its hour, and there to build its own altar of earth. As you now pause for a moment of personal reflection and prayer. Entrances to holiness are everywhere and all the time. Where has been the most unlikely place where you, like Jacob, suddenly woke to the reality that God is in this place and I didn't know it? What is the most unusual, unmarked, unheralded, and unlikely entrance to the holy that you have ever stumbled across? Did you enter? What happened? 
Entrances to holiness are everywhere. The possibility of ascent is all the time. Even in unlikely times and through unlikely places, there is no place on earth without the presence. Wake me up to such places this day. Wake me up to the reality of you in this place where I least expected. Wake me up to the reality of you, O Lord, with us always. Every sphere of life and creation is yours, and all our threads of the same bright weave, our goings out and our comings in, our fellowship and our loneliness, our youth and our old age, our passions and our vocations, our chores and our entertainments. You are equally present in our failures and in our successes, in our sleep and in our wakeful hours, in our tears and in our laughter, in our births and our lives, and even in the hours of our deaths, you are ever present with us. Train the hearts of us, your people, to practice a mindfulness of your presence in all moments. And most especially, let us not pass by without so much as a hurried glance the altar moments of this day. Let us see the strange sight, let us pause, let us remove the shoes from our feet, and let us build an altar of earth through your mercies. Amen.